Our next guest, Peter Peters, played in one of the most extraordinary and memorable grand finals of them all. The 1973 decider between Manly and Cronulla that the Seagulls won. The great Bozo Fulton scored two brilliant tries. I think it was 10-7 by memory, Dan? 10 uh, correct. Rick Burke, late Rick Burke, scored a try for the Sharks. Peter Peters is on the line. Zorb, good morning. 50 years ago. Doesn't seem that long, does it, mate? Good morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. No, it doesn't. Um, I uh, had a 50-year reunion um, on... Um Yesterday, on Friday, actually, and uh, it was good. Not too many of my old mates around now, but mm. uh, it was a good day anyway. Look, grand final 2023. That controversial starting time for a grand final at 7.30. Lots of people want to go to a mid-afternoon, 3 o'clock, 3.30, kick off like they do in the AFL. Um, but that's a blessing that it's 7.30 tonight because... Just imagine, 3 o'clock, it's going to be 34 degrees. At 4 o'clock, 33. 5 o'clock, the same. 6 o'clock, going down a bit to 32. 29 to 30 degrees for kickoff, and it'll drop 6 degrees by the end of the game. And we've got to take that into account. Um, it, it's going to be a tough grand final to play 80 minutes in the conditions that are going to prevail today. Um, the last time I can remember... A close to 35-degree grand final was in 1987, the last grand final at the Sydney Cricket Ground between Manly and Canberra. Now, do Penrith go to the league today and say, can we switch to our alternate strip? I mean, I would hate to be playing in all black today. What do you think, Bulldog? Yeah, it's a really valid point, Zorb. I hadn't thought about that, to be, to be honest. Eh? Be it will be at time, uh, night time. But, yeah, black, as you say, Zorb, does attract heat. And you would think that maybe the, the, the pink, pink Panthers mm-hmm. might come out. It might keep them. Zorb, if it's one degree cooler, that could make all the difference. It certainly could. Um, and, you know, they do well in their uh, in their pink Penny Panther uh, outfit. So um, why not? Anyway, it's worth, worth a thought. And um, I'm sure that it's passed through the mind of that great coach um, in Ivan Cleary. Now, will Penrith be the greatest team of the modern era Era if they three-peat today? I've gone right back to the last club that did a three-peat, and that was Parramatta in 81 to 83. Um, I've got no doubts this Penrith side's a better side, although different rules um, prevail in the game today. Um, I think Penrith at their best now, would beat Para at their best then. I think the only other side, really, that comes close to them are Canberra, 87-94, to 94, that great side with uh, Laurie Daly, Mal Meninga, Brad Clyde, Glenn Lazarus, Ricky Stewart. Um, Gary Belcher. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was a great side. But this side, if they can go three in a row and four grand finals in a row, which they've done, then I think they're entitled to... Uh, uh, to be that goat of the modern era side. Zorba, uh, Adam G, first grand final. Jared Sutton, Ashley Klein overlooked. Two more experienced referees. Have or has the NRL made the right call? Yeah, I'd like to applaud um, Jared Maxwell. He hasn't been the boss of the referees for all that long. And I think he went with form. And uh, that's not always been the case with referees. As you know, it's been a very, very much Um, political group in the referees over many years. But I think to axe 
first of all, um, the the experience of um, uh, of the referee Ad, uh, Ashley Klein and then Jared Sutton, and to then take out the tough judges that missed the most blatant forward pass in probably the last five years in a in a big game. Um, Phil Henderson and Drew Altum uh, have been dropped, and um, we're going to see two new tough judges in. Chris Sutton and David Munro in today's big game. Now, Adam G, the referee, people think he's young, but he's had 236 matches before he's got his chance in the big one. So he's earned his chance. He's been very much spot on. I like the way he, he talks to the players. He doesn't talk down to them, but he's very firm when he has to be. And I think, um, I think the best referee, the informed referee, has got the big game today. What did you make of the Dally M's, so? An absolute disaster. Hard to watch. Didn't it's like it. <laughs> Tell us what you it's, really feel. So. <laughs> well, it's too confusing, Ray. They're jumping from the men's to the women's. You don't know which one they're talking about for a while. It was a huge night for Newcastle with the two fullbacks, Caelan Ponger and Tamika Upton, um, winning the Dally M's. But I thought it went on too long. Um it was bordering on amateurish, I thought. I think the women's games reached a level now, Zorba, where they could probably you know, have their own night. And I'm sure they would want their own night as yeah, well. fair enough. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I think that's the point that I'm, uh, that I'm trying to make. Um, that, yeah, they deserve their own. Um, it just takes away from... One's taking away from the other. Well, it's the diluting it's not, each other. Yeah, it's not working. And, and it needs to, uh, needs to have a massive change. It's, it's too long. If you watched it from the start to the finish, it was never-ending. Um, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't like it at all. Now, Zul, we haven't touched on it uh, on the show just yet, but, of course, Brad Fittler stands down mm. uh, during the week. We'll uh, discuss that a little bit with Brandy Alexander later on. He wanted a two-year deal. They offered him a five-month deal, which essentially is a part-time offer. What did you make of the offer, Zul, and what did you make of Freddie standing down? Well, I've been saying all year, and I, I like Brad Fittler. He's been a great player, hasn't been such a great coach, but um, he's always been great for the game, put in 100% every time, but he's had his opportunity, uh, and I think the last couple of years have buried, he's buried himself. Um, hasn't been good, um, and, and I think the way that it's been handled has been poor. Um, it looked like he was going to get the job, then he didn't get the job because of the period and who he wanted with him. Uh, if he was going to be coached, he was entitled to have the um, the back room that he wanted. I think it's time for a change, and I don't think there's anything wrong with having a head coach in the NRL to do the job. And they're talking about the dream team at the moment, the former Canberra uh, um, players in Ricky Stewart and uh, Craig Bellamy. What a team that would be um, if they can afford the time to be away from their side. I, I don't know whether I, that would work, Zorb. I think they're, they're two real... Uh, dominating figures, aren't they? Um, Ricky's got a strong will. Bellamy's got a strong will. And they're great mates. Mm. They're mates of 40 years. So there's nothing personal there. I just think their two personalities might not go together, if you know what I mean. I think that's why it would work, because they're great mates. And they can say things that mates can say, and um, the other person doesn't take umbrage. That's why I think it would work. I think the team base can be in Canberra. So there's a limited time away from the Canberra side, it gets the side out of Sydney, goes to a regional city, and they deserve some support down there. They would love to have the New South Wales Blues training at their base in Canberra, using their facilities, and uh, and I think that would eliminate the time factor. 
away from the Canberra Raiders for the coach. I yeah. think it could work. Mm. I think they're, they're left with few alternatives. I don't think anybody else that has been thrown up, I think some names have been thrown up simply because they played for New South Wales, but most of them have been abject failures in the coaching division. So um, I'm going to go for Sticky and Billy. I'll tell you one thing, though, Zorba, and it's got to be taken into account, is if you accept the job as a club coach and you start the season slowly, i.e. you go into origin and your team is three from eight, you're under the pump. That is incredible pressure from the fans and your club's board if your side is struggling. That would be my only concern, Zorb. Yeah, and I think it's a valid point. But but I think the New South Wales coaching needs a complete overhaul and I just think giving it to somebody that is not a head coach is just taking the easy way out simply because of the criticism that will come, as you've just suggested. No, I think you've got to go with it. I think Ricky's had plenty plenty of um, tomahawks thrown at him over his career, and if his side's not going well, he'll cop that and get on with the job for the Blues as well. I think having someone like Billy Ake riding shotgun with him, I think would help him out greatly, and I think help New South Wales get back. I mean, here we are. Billy Slater has accepted it for another three years. He's unbeaten, and he looks like he's just going to grow as a great coach. So it's a major problem. Mm. Hey, so before we get to your tip for the grand final and also uh, the Clive Churchill medal, etc., you do want to say a quick cheerio for a special person's 94th birthday today. Yeah, 94 today, the godfather of rugby league, Ken Arthurson, up there on the Gold Coast. Um, 94 today, he's already had his morning swim at Main Beach and he's listening to the program right now. Happy birthday, old mate. See you next week. What a legend. Mm. Kenny Arthurson, 94 today, Bulldog. What a great effort. You know what, Zorba? I always found Arco to be the you know, arguably the greatest rugby league official of all time, but he was just a better bloke. Mm. Always caring. He's kind. He's polite. He's courteous. He's generous with his time. He, he is just one of the nicest people you will ever meet in your life. And Zorba, you know that better than anybody. Yes, sure do. And um, I'm sure he's going to uh, enjoy the day today up there on the Gold Coast, and um, I'm sure all our listeners wish him the best today. 94 on Grand Final Day. On your yeah, happy birthday, Arco, yeah. Hey, so I said to Dino earlier, I think these two teams are too far apart in the latest head-to-head betting. Penrith for $1.62, Brisbane at two thirty. The Lions, three and a half for the Grand Final. Who wins and why, and who wins the Clive Churchill? Well, I've been thinking about this all week, and I've, I've swapped and I've changed, and I've, I've gone from one to the other. Um, it's so hard to split. We saw one of the greatest grand finals in history in the AFL yesterday. We might just see a back-to-back here Mm. um, in this game today because um, these two sides are without doubt uh, the best sides in the NRL this year. Um, And they are... When I I break it down, I, I think that the Broncos, their biggest asset today is their speed. And speed can be a winner in a, in a grand final as it can in any game. But when I look at Reese Walsh, the Tony Staggs, Herbie Farnworth, Selwyn Cobbo, Ezra Mam, they've got speed all over their back line. And their young forwards will stand up today to this big Penrith ruthless pack of forwards. You won't see Flegler, Hass, Capewell 
Jordan Ricky or Carrigan taking a backward step. My big worry with the Broncos is that they've picked four forwards on their interchange bench. I know that Kurt Capel has played centre before and he'll swap to that position if there's got to be a backline change through an injury. And an injury in a grand final early can spell disaster, particularly if it's a back. Um, Penrith, on the other hand, they're steadier. They have Jack Cogger on the bench. He can slot in and then they'll move other players around, particularly Stephen Crichton, who can play fullback centre wing. So they don't have a problem that the Broncos have got. Um, I, I agree with you, Ray. I think the TAB betting at the moment, Panthers $1.62, Broncos two thirty is very, very um, uh, advantageous to those wanting to back the Broncos. Mm. And there'll be plenty of people to do that today. I'm reluctant to tip against the Penrith Panthers, but I'm going to go for an upset in the big one today. I'm going to go for the Broncos to win an absolute thriller and to stop Penrith's three-peat. Hurts me to say that because I've thought all year that Penrith were the best side in the competition and would win the grand final. But I think the conditions today, the way the sides are going to be presented, the build-up, Adam Reynolds and Nathan Cleary, they will wipe each other out in terms of leading their sides, guiding them around the park, goal-kicking, general kicking, both masters at it. It's going to be a heck of a grand final. And whichever side wins today, I think the halfback will be the Clive Churchill medal winner presented today by none other than my old mate and what a great 5'8 player he was talking about that 1987 grand final. Um, Cliffy Lyons Mm. uh, will present the medal today. Okay, well, you're you're tipping the Broncos, so therefore I think you're saying Adam Reynolds will get the Clive Churchill. Hey, Zorb, enjoy Grand Final Day. Best of luck tonight, and we'll review it all again next Sunday. Good on you, boys. Have a good one, and enjoy the big day. Certainly um, will. Mm. It all starts, um, of course, with that um, early game today, uh, just for our listeners, 120, South Sydney and the Brisbane Tigers for the NRL State Championship, 355 for the women's. Uh, grand final, Newcastle against the Gold Coast, and then 7.30 kickoff tonight for the big one, Penrith and Brisbane. Can't wait. Yep. Enjoy it, Saul. We'll talk next Sunday. Okay, boys.